Dude, clear your throat. <laughs> say to the naysayers, find me one evil spirit in that Walmart. I don't want that lunatic anywhere near my Costco. I dump the salt out regularly. Oh, I mean, tree bark has got to be horrible for your dick. Harry Hamlin can get it. Hello and welcome. We are back from theballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining the program. Episode number 271 of the show. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. I am joined now, as I am each and every week, by Mr. Ed Daly. Ed, what's up? Hey, um, I want to open with a big hearty fuck you to every news organization yesterday, I watch Jeopardy just about yep. every day, and they can go fuck themselves with an, totally. with a headline that says, "Hey, spoilers included." Well, what the fuck could the spoiler be? Of course, why, why, something big happened on Jeopardy, and it's like, oh, you think it's the guy who's been winning for a month straight, like banking eighty five grand every show? Do you think the spoiler is that Good. he won? Yeah. 20 grand or that he won 150 no the spoilers that he's fucking lost and we knew that and it's just i i get it when people are like well what are we supposed to do with spoilers with streaming shows and this and that but this was a game show the fucking day of the show airing it's not like it's not like the next day i get it when something big like that happens it would come out the next day that you can't you can't bank you can't record a game show and expect to not hear spoilers but like I, and I read one thing. They're like, well, in Alabama, it airs at 930 in the morning. 930 in the morning? What? Yeah. What the yeah. fuck is going on in Alabama? So I somebody retweeted or liked. Why am I seeing what people like? I don't care what way. anyone likes. Yeah, that's another thing. Yes. So somebody liked something from that fucking weasel, Darren fucking Ravel. Is there a bigger piece of shit more hated media person. Oh, how about, than the, that? how about what he did the other day about when Bill Buckner died? Oh, what he's what he did? He tweeted out something like, uh, "Saw Bill Buckner died today. It's a shame that his worst moment was my best because I'm a Mets fan." And oh, uh, I saw so, that. Sorry, your worst moment was my best. R.I.P. Like fuck you. And what? What? You Who fucking piece of that? trash. He is a fucking soulless weasel. So I saw the, uh, I guess somebody leaked and, and Jeopardy is on the fucking case. Somebody's leaked the <laughs> video internally. Yeah, I saw so appropriate it was like action YouTube. will be taken. Somebody's yeah. losing their job. But this cunt, Ravel, was like, and whoever fucking liked something that Darren Ravel wrote that made it into, because of course I don't follow that piece of shit. Like, you're just as bad. You fucking follow Darren fucking Ravel. So he's like, since it's already aired in many markets, we can go ahead and and tell you that uh, Jeopardy James is lost or whatever. And I'm like, fuck what, you. What markets? <laughs> right. No, Alabama? Je- Jeopardy is a fucking nighttime yes. game show. Seven o'clock. Or wait, yeah. wait, no, wait, wait, I don't know. I record it, and then I usually watch like uh, before bed, or sometimes I watch the live. Yeah, seven o'clock. 
and it's followed by that fucking yeah. Hangman show. Um, yes, it's same here. But, uh, same here. That's, but that's, yeah, it's that's an the, evening show. It's a nighttime show just because fucking Tahlequah, Oklahoma gets it in the morning or fucking Des Moines, Iowa has it programmed for the fucking morning because the farm report comes on at seven. Doesn't mean some piece of shit scumbag in fucking New York can use that as an excuse to to spoil the results of Jeopardy. Go fuck yourself, Ravel. Yeah, fuck is, you. This is not Game of Thrones a week later. No. And you're like, hey, or, wait a second. I, I need to know. If you choose to not watch something. I was choosing to watch Jeopardy yes. the night it yes. happened. Yeah. I wasn't even going to watch it, but I didn't, you know, because I, I didn't know he was going to lose. But I wasn't watching every night, but I was keeping up on it. So if, it, if I was at the TV, I would throw it on. The point is, is that I didn't want it fucking spoiled for me. Let it happen. Yeah. I and was, then let us find out. I was cheering scumbag. against him because I didn't like yeah. that he didn't know how to smile. It really bothered me, his yeah. well, he's, weird he smile. He has autism. Yeah. He's, he's a strange person. <laughs> he's very strange. But he changed the way it's going to be played forever. You start so, with the big numbers first, and yeah. I hated that one guy, uh, the one the Asian New York guy. Cop. No, the one Asian guy oh. who went like like a serial killer, just went all over the place. Hunts changed, and pecks. Yeah, he's looking for the daily doubles. But changed categories and dollar amounts. Uh, this guy Holzhauer just systematically went top. I mean, bottom line, second to last line, just yep. weaved back and forth. Because guess what? If you run out of time. And you ran out of time on the, you know, one hundred or two hundred dollar. Who gives yeah. a shit? And yeah. so he changed it, and he made it a big money thing. And it would have been exciting because this librarian who beat him, she she went all in. She did a daily double late in the game. Amazing, a true daily double to put her in the lead. It was. Yeah. It would have been exciting, and I just knew he was going to lose. And I I, so, I, I love that show. So, fuck. like a week ago, it might have been two weeks ago. Holzhauer was getting fucking, he was losing and some guy was giving him a fucking run for his money. And the guy was up like a significant, like almost $10,000 late in double. When Holzhauer comes across a fucking daily double and that was it. That was it. He's, he threw it all on the line. That was the end of his streak. If he got that one question wrong, but he doubled up and suddenly he was in the lead $10,000 and won the game balls play. It's it's, he's kind of like the Steph Curry of jeopardy. There's going to be the way the game was played before holes hour. And now there's going to be the way the game is played after everybody's going to be playing it his way. But the bottom line is you got to, you got to have big sack. And I think he has said this to people where he's like, look, I'm a sports better, like betting, $15,000 is not a big deal to me. And that's where the, his autism comes into play because regular people, that's a, a lot, lot of, money. of goddamn money. Yeah. And to, to, to a guy like him who just doesn't care completely cool under pressure. Cause he doesn't give a shit. You have to not give a shit. So now forever, everybody's going to be playing this way and it's great. It's fantastic. He's a star and, and such a gracious tweet that I saw from him today where he's like, look, he's like, I lost. And it's great that I lost to an amazing competitor and a good player. I didn't blow it. I got beaten by somebody who played a perfect game. 
congratulations. He went over and high fived her right after she won. Like he didn't, he he didn't throw a hissy fit or whatever. I just was creeped out by his smile, but, but yeah, I mean, he was, yeah, the whole face, the whole face is odd. He was great for the show. Um, and I also just, I just read, uh, this afternoon, a funny article about how the St. Louis blues color guard, you know, when they march them out to, so they jam patriotism down our throats before sporting events. Oh yeah. They come out and they like where their guy walks out on the carpet and there's dudes with flags by him. Yeah. But I, yes, but I thought the color guard was always military people. But apparently, as did I. But apparently, I guess from what I read, they they have like a you know auction off or just the high. If you pay extra, you can you and your four buddies can walk out with flags. Shut up! Well, how do you know how to stand? I, I, know, I feel like I've seen them like wearing whole, uniforms. Yeah, I guess. But that, I mean, that was that's the side note to the story. But anyway, during a Stanley Cup game, somebody noticed. You know that guy who does the the uniform. Paul Lucas, he, he, no, no clue. It's kind of cool. He he's a guy that like will always update people on like this is the new uniform or these are the best throwbacks. Like he's sort of involved with ESPN. I don't know, but anyway, he okay, noticed and yes. tweeted out one of those flags is the Enterprise Rent a Car flag. <laughs> like they the they up. had you know the 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 American flag, maybe the state flag. I don't know if they put the Canada flag because yes. it's hockey. I I don't know, but one of them was the Enterprise Rent a Car, and it became a big thing. And then the next game that they were hosting, I guess Game Four, the Enterprise Rent a Car thing wasn't there. And apparently, Enterprise is one of the club's big sponsors. They might even be the state. Yeah. That might be the of arena. Course. But yeah. can you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> fucking With enterprise flag yeah, yeah it's amazing you just google enterprise and st louis booze you, you'll see you'll see a fucking enterprise flag right next to the american flag stunning which, which is it. just a reminder all this forced patriotism shit before the games is bullshit um yeah it's so dumb it's i mean it's just i don't know why sports and patriotism are like required to intersect right, I don't we don't do that when I, we go to the movies what? No, what? or any other entertainment. Like, yeah, it's weird. The they don't do it in other countries, and I don't know. It's just it's an odd thing. The flyover. I liked it. The fact that the military pays. We found out the military pays to do those flyovers yeah. so that they and can, I, I will so that say, they can advertise. I love good flyover, but not Badass. at the cost of taxpayers or like no. risking anybody. They can you afford know, it. Doing like yeah. why? Why are we doing this? Yeah. When they. Uh, when they come over one time, that was with the stealth bomber at a at a game I was at, and it was just so like because you didn't hear it, you didn't hear it coming. It yeah, it, com- it comes out of nowhere. Yeah, and there it was, and it just like floated over the stadium. Fighter jets. I like when they do the warthogs, the fucking uh, those um, those scary helicopters that are like kind of like planes, not the Chinook, the Osprey. Those weird ass helicopters with the two oh, yeah, big yeah. rotors with on the, either side, with the double blade things. Yeah, um, fucking a. I, was, I one time went to the uh, to an Army Navy game with a buddy of mine who went to Annapolis, and the tailgate there. One of the guys was plugged in, and he's like, 73 seconds, they're going to be there," and you just see Shut nothing. Up. You see nothing. So bad. And you're like, "73." And he's like, "All right, 28 seconds. Nothing. All of a sudden." <laughs> They fly exactly like as precise as it gets because they're they're military. They're badass. Yeah, they know what the fuck they're doing. It's amazing. Yeah, but 
it's a big fucking waste. What ooh, people are going to join the military because you 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 paid a bunch of money to fly over a stadium? No, no, yeah, and it's and what what military are you recruiting against? <laughs> right? Like are they are they going to join the Cuban army if they don't <laughs> see right. the right commercial? Joining the French Foreign Legion, right? Like, is not. I don't think about going up north and joining the Canadian army. I'm going to go. The I'm going to go first. be a Mountie. Either that or the Marines. Somebody better show me something. One or the other. And also the Coast Guard. Yeah. The Coast Guard's the military. Kind of. I mean, they got ships and they, planes. They and have. Shit. They have like a badass. I don't know if you ever listened to the uh, the super disappointing second season of Serial. No, too boring. Too boring. Yeah. Didn't care. It was Didn't about the guy that, Bo Bergdahl, don't give a fuck. Yeah, that guy who was a dipshit. Whether or not he deserves to be in jail right. for the rest of his life is one thing. But Don't care about his reasoning. Don't give a fuck. He was a dipshit who caused problems for a lot of people, risked people's yep. lives. Could have got people killed. Yeah. But they talked about early on, I mean, he was a fucking flake. He he flaked out of the, the uh, Coast Guard training. Coast Guard. Oh, Coast Guard is a fucking cush gig too. Like well, that's the one sounded, you want to be. It in. sounded tough, but yeah, it's 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 cush compared to the others. I would think it yeah, didn't sound no easy, but killed. like, what? Why would somebody who flakes out of one of the the branches right. Right. and probably you know, no offense to all our Coast Guard listeners, but the distant fifth branch, right? Well, I mean, they like catch the drug dealers and stuff and save the boats. They have an important job, but is it a military? Yeah, Arm but if you can't branch? hack it, if you're if you're going AWOL during Coast Guard training, why why yeah. should he be? Why should he be? Why should anyone be searching for him when he just walks walks off the base in Afghanistan? Like you don't, you shouldn't be able to join a second military if yeah. you've already flunked that's, out of. That's one a disqualifier. Military. This is in college. It didn't work right. out at Texas A and M, so I, you know, I went to Corpus Christi or something. You know, yeah, gonna go do a couple years at at JC and try to try to transfer my units. Uh, uh-uh. uh, <laughs> no, no. Okay, let's do some voicemail. All right, cool. Hey, ballers, it's uh, Ben nine hundred six. Playing a little hurt this week, so the voice is a little uh, fried. Um, but- He's got great pipes. He almost sounds better. I was gonna say. Very nice timber on Ben right now. Wish I had a voice like this. This Ben's voice, Ben's voice fucks, guaranteed. Yeah, it does. But I just wanted to comment. Um, I had a meeting with another uh, this past week with another Cool Rings guy, um, and I didn't know. He showed up. And he had a handful of, of rings, and I just was so distracted uh, for the hour long meeting. I, I couldn't even handle it. So I just wanted to know. Uh, Brian, does that ever happen to you as the number one Cool Rings guy? Uh, probably on planet Earth. Often. But uh, this guy was coming in close second here. Often. Thanks. Keep it bothered. Yep. People people check my jewelry and they either make comments, they either steer the conversation towards my baubles. Now, is this a legit oh. business meeting? A Cool Rings guy? Like, Were you trying to buy a snake? Are you trying I don't to- know. <laughs> well, maybe he was... <laughs> Maybe it was a, a I mean, what kind of biz- what kind of hour long meeting with a dude with rings? Sorry, maybe Brian. <laughs> maybe he's building him a website or something. You don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm starting to be scared. Are you a cool rings guy during the week, or is this like your me? Oh yeah, twenty four seven. What? Yeah, I'm never not. You're, so you're you're like typing on your keyboard at work, yeah. and you've got yeah. fucking like giant thumb ring or whatever. 
Well, I don't have a thumb ring, but yeah, I got a couple <laughs> rings on daily. On the daily. Sorry, I misspelled that word. My fourteen rings got in the way. <laughs> yeah, I, I keep hitting the I keep hitting the sorry. T when I mean to hit the Y. I meant that. to hit H, but sorry, B and N got typed in. <laughs> Uh, okay. Thanks for that, Ben906. Got a few voicemails today. Let's see what this guy's got to say. What's up, boys? And my lady, Kate. How you doing, girl? Whoa. What's up, guys? This is DT in Houston, your part-time Uber driver. Got a good story. Just picked up some Canucks. Uh, I think they said they were from uh, Toronto. And the guy's in the car about two seconds. And he says, so what do you guys think about Drake down here? And I'm currently... <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, I can only assume that Drake is despised in Canada what, as well, right? What a what a, a, a Canadian thing. You're, you're seeking approval on Drake as soon as you get in the car? Hey, uh, hey. How hey. do you guys feel about Rush's last album, eh? <laughs> hey, at least we got Martin Short, eh? Bob and Doug McKenzie, eh? On episode 168. Sorry, I'm a little behind. Not 168? What what number are we on right now? Dude, he's 103 episodes behind. <laughs> You're two well, years behind. I bet those Degra- Degrassi fans talked his ear off. That's that's why he's so far behind. That's probably yeah, yeah, because he's Uber and he's trying to listen to the show. And hey, keep chatting how about up. that hey. Aubrey in the wheelchair? Hey, eh? hey, play the show for the people in your car, DT. That's the best that way to be get sweet. them to shut up. Totally, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag current. And I literally just looked at him. and I said, "Dude, Drake soft." So well, what do y'all listen to? I said, "Fucking Takashi Six Nine. <laughs> Because I just heard Kate's intro music, and I was like, I don't, I don't listen to rap music. Fuck, I don't know nothing about Takashi Six Nine. Right. But it just came out of my mouth, and he's like, Oh man, I'm about to check him out. <laughs> and the guy in the backseat's like, Yeah, I'll get on iTunes right now. Oh no, this is these guys are just fucking told. Anyway, <laughs> just wanted to share that. Also, real quick on the Peronis, I have a friend. Maybe a relative. They listen, so I don't want to say his name, Archie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that never doesn't make me laugh when someone says, I don't want to say the name, and then they say the actual person. But they say rhymes with, and that just gives the name. Yeah, they say the name, yeah. But he's got it, and his worst problem is his wife likes to fuck a lot. Whoa. And oh. it hurts like shit when you fuck with Peronis, just oh, so you man. know. I mean, you can imagine. You saw the pictures. I didn't. Anyway, boys, y'all have a good one. Oh, oh excellent. I, I got to say, that, we, we'd laugh about it because what else are you going to do? But ultimate respect for anyone dealing with that thing because I've seen the pictures. And so it's got like an elbow in it is the deal? It kind of looks like an elbow in most of those pictures. But it's just not a straight line. So yeah. there are issues with that. And if, imagine, if it's painful, you, I understand the way the way things are set up, that you need to have money to get things done. Yeah. Oh, my God. Bullshit. That's bullshit. Because yeah, that's, anyone who has that should should get it fixed free of charge. Of course. But Reason wasn't, one wasn't for one of the, the original hey, email, wasn't it that it's a painful process of getting it fixed? Well, I can, yeah, uh, I can imagine. Man. Yeah, that's what I think that's what he was saying. He said, 
Also, it's embarrassing that you have it in the first place. So it's a, it's a, a lot of people just don't just go through life with a crooked ass dick when it's, a, when it's a fixable situation. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, I maintain, don't be embarrassed. You didn't choose to have it. And imagine. Be embarrassed of your dumb tattoos, but not. That's right. Don't be embarrassed of something you didn't pick. Yeah. Be embarrassed of your New York Yankees tattoo. I did. I, did I say this? I remember there was a girl in high school who got the Adidas stripes tattooed on her back. Did they pay you? No, no. I just thought it looked cool. Yeah. Uh, I I know a guy who's a great guy. And I feel like a dick for saying this. He's a New York guy, and he's got um, he has a tattoo with like the Yankees logo and the New York skyline on his arm and I told him one time I go the only way that tattoo would be cooler is if it played Empire State of Mind <laughs> like if we, when you tur- took your shirt off and that tattoo came out the song started playing at the same In time every New time York. Oh my God. Best. Uh, <laughs> well a couple imagine- of these couple of these things that were brought up are going to be in a story during sports very soon yeah Exciting preview. Um, R D T. Tell your cousin R C. We we feel for him. There's not. I mean, who wouldn't want a wife that wants to fuck all the time? Yeah. Unless I don't exactly have one of dick. those. Yeah. <laughs> unless unless it hurts your dick. Like that's that's like the worst thing. Worst case scenario. Yeah. Okay. Another another voicemail. Hey guys. The uh, the discussion about. Uh, I think this is the homie LSU. I think I recognize that timber, LSU Lala. Yeah, yeah. The the chugging of alcohol. I I agree with you 100. Uh, percent I think it's fine. It went there. After a certain age, I don't understand the point of chugging beer. No, exactly. Probably, you know, yep. legally drink at 21, probably by the age. I've always been been able to just drink it fast enough. Like I don't really need to drink it any more quickly. Than I do. Yeah, I, I mean, I went through a brief stretch where it was just something to do when you're younger, yeah. but certainly not as as a once I was of legal age, even even like late college, I was like, well, how about I just drink the beer? Yeah, and I noticed oh, there there have been a bunch of videos from uh, uh, fucking who's the MVP uh, Chiefs? Uh, uh, oh, Pat Mahomes. Mahomes, Mahomes um, yeah. I, I've seen like three videos of of different NFL quarterbacks in the crowds uh, easily chugging a beer. Like it's become a thing yeah. that everybody's clowning Rodgers now. Um, yeah, well, I mean, if you're going to attempt it, you can't. Yeah, you, you got to do stop it. Stop halfway through. Just say I'm not doing it or do it. And I feel like the adrenaline would get you there. Even if you're not like, I haven't chugged a beer. I would say easily, easily in 20 plus years. I have not, I have no confidence in my skill to chug any type of beer. But if 20,000 people were looking at me and I had a beer in my hand and they expected me to chug the beer, I would be able to chug the beer. Of course, you got to do thing. it. If they expect you and you're like, no, I'm not doing that, that's fine. What we said last week, 
Aaron Rodgers on the Jumbotron could have waved that off. Be like, let yeah. my offense, because his offensive lineman did it at the same time. Yeah. Be like, let the offensive lineman do it. That's what's expected of them. I'm yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Them, I don't have to do it. But the minute give them the shine. The minute he yep. committed. Got to do it. Got to do it. Got to do it. Uh, okay, let's look at him. 22, you should have an idea that you do not need to choke alcohol or throw down shots left and right. I agree. Uh, you know, drink and savor the taste of it. I don't know. It's a grown man should know better. The uh, speaking of Brian turning forty, uh, I, I must have a problem with my postman, and uh, I guess I need to talk to Kate as well. Make sure she has my address because uh, somehow my invitation didn't make it to the house. So we'll have to figure that out and get that fixed before Brian Brian is forty-one. <laughs> and uh, Brian Marie Kondo. Martha Stewart, scoop it up. Oh, scoop it up, scoop it up. Um, I'm di- I'm not into Asian chicks. Um, Martha Stewart is is a handsome looking seventy plus year old woman, but uh, I'm still scooping Marie Kondo. She's adorable and she's age appropriate. I don't know if I actually I I know what Marie Kondo is, but I yeah, I don't just, I don't think I could pick her out of a lineup. Yeah, she's like a little. She's a very like petite um Japanese woman. She doesn't speak English. Um she's fine looking and I would I'd scoop it. I'd scoop that. I'd scoop that before I'd scoop Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart, I probably would have scooped 20 years ago for sure. She's I do handsome I am lady. impressed by um Martha Stewart's rebirth after the yeah, the, the stint in the pokey. She got fucked over. Because she got, fucked over. she got completely fucked over, but yeah. then she kind of embraced the ridiculousness of it all. Because when I first started hearing about her, like in the mid '90s, she was this person that was was the expert on everything. She would go on these late night shows and she would tell you how to make the most complicated thing, and she was kind of pompous. And then after she went to the pokey, then she's like, "Well, I'm going to hang out with Snoop Dogg and kind of make fun of my own." brand i i, I respect she leaned she, into it yeah i yeah. respect that she leaned into it i love it yeah i agree with you uh okay one more uh, voicemail here uh. <laughs> he's so easy to hate your time he likes to waste his calls are far from gray his calls are far from gray He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus so fucking boring and worthless. But he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. It's crazy that song. Sometimes I never, I, I like, I just hear it and enjoy it, but I don't really pay attention to it. It's a, it's crazy. It's a masterpiece. Okay, let's. Manuel's only gone two minutes here, so we'll let's see how much we can get through here. Let's let's go for it. 
Beaten, balling, shot calling. You know the rest, baby. What up? What up? Your boy Manuel from Gardena, aka Matt in LA. Uh, I haven't called you guys in a minute. Um, so, you can thank my voice to that uh, epic comeback the Dodgers did the other night. Five runs, H3 ball game. In- I heard. Actually, I'm aware of this because I heard Manuel call in to my buddy Travis Rogers' morning show here locally in the L.A. market, ESPN 710. And he called in and he started talking and Travis went like this, dude, clear your throat. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He sounds a little better than he did on the radio. Seventh inning turns into a nine to eight deficit. Okay. This is a matter of public record. All my voice went. It seems so like maybe he loosened up a little bit before they might have burned one before this call. Yeah, hey, I mean, I imagine Manuel. He, we know he likes. He's offered to smoke you out when you were here last summer. You didn't take him I up know. on it. I, well, I, I, I think he. I think we got the voicemail after it already returned back right. to the East Coast. I think that's. I think that's what happened. Yeah. Of course, this horse is course as ass. But anyway, man. That's not even why. I mean, Manuel, I love Manuel. He's a great guy. He's a big supporter of the show. Fan of me. Mentions the show to literally no reaction on local radio shows. But <laughs> here we are 46 seconds into the call and he's just, he's We're just talking yelling. about he's, eighth inning or something. Yeah. He's not, he, I assume he's got a point, but he has not made the point. Let's give him a chance. You, here. you know who, you know who does the Twitter version of this call? Who? Jay Stu. Jay Stu's oh, yeah. sports tweets are kind of similar to Magic Johnson. Yeah. yeah. I keep forgetting to ask Jay Stu about his anger over uh, Game of Thrones. I feel like the moments passed, but he was tweeting about how can you do eight, seven amazing seasons with yeah, yeah. deep storylines and then you just wrap it up like this? Such lazy. I, th- I like, thought it was well, performance was so art at first. Uh, no, but no. Well, usually it is with him. No, but when it comes to the Dodgers and Game of Thrones, he's serious. He just he he tweeted something today like nobody can beat us, something like that about the Dodgers. Like he yeah. he tweeted oh, yeah. a power good. rankings like no nobody can beat us. Oh, don't oh. see he's jinxing it. Yeah, the t- the team that wins the most games rarely wins the fucking World Series. Don't fuck it up, Jason. Got a long season to go. People could get hurt. Don't fuck it up for us. Okay, let's finish this call. Oh, get- uh, easy, Edward. Right, right, Bex. Hey, Saying our names. We already were introduced, right? Yes, we- I know. He's back to it. He's back to it. I need to get an opinion from the both of you. Okay. Now, when we were going through the high school thing, it was just. You know, basically, uh, I think you had one senior night and you had your graduation ceremony. Look forward to the parties, right? Man, even my daughter who graduated three years ago, I don't recall, man, uh, this gauntlet of themes and things of nothing but basically wastes of money. We have a prom, right? Damn, I'm happy my son is a... Yeah, there's a prom. There's also grad night. Usually, I had yeah. I mean, I had something like a senior night, and but it was like early evening. It was I can still remember 
we had like a little dinner cruise thing. And then right after that is when I got back to my place and watched the Knicks Rockets game, which was the OJ Chase game. So that was my senior night. It was a terrible night. It was an awful action packed night. Graduated from high school, but they don't have to have a senior night at Universal Studios, a senior night at the LA Zoo, a senior night movie night. The LA Zoo is so trash, by the way. Never, ever, ever under any circumstances get roped is that, the LA Zoo. Is that where the uh, Three's Company theme song was? Because I always thought yeah. as yep. a kid it was the San Diego Zoo, and then I realized yep. as I got older, that couldn't be San Diego Zoo. No, LA Zoo. Yep. There's nothing. There's barely any animals, which is, I guess, good. It's just they have flamingos because that's where the way Terry yeah. stood. Right. Yeah. Terry would bang. Underrated. Would, would scoop. I, would scoop. I'm, oh no, she's the hottest of the three. I, I Terry. Think, yeah, I was gonna say. I think she's the number one. Hundred percent. All aboard I the, mean, the Terry train. Some, Summers was pretty good, up. but they they talk about oh, when Summers was the hottest thing, she left the show. No, and and also yeah. I gotta. Maybe a controversial stance. When uh, Farrah Fawcett left, I'm a bigger Cheryl Ladd fan. Oh, me too. Me too. I mean, Jacqueline Smith. Oh, yeah. Don't sleep on Jacqueline no, no, she's, Smith. She's, I mean, she's probably the number one. What a honey. Kate Jackson. Jesus. I just uh, yeah. I, I want to let you know, I read she was the meanest of the three. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, so we don't... she was the least hot. <laughs> yeah. All right. Back That's to man. usually the way it works. <laughs> Okay, Manuel, come on, buddy. This is going on and on. What's Brad night? Whatever. I mean, guys, I don't know how long you want to keep these kids in that damn high school, but they are graduating next week. Let them out. I remember the days when, like I said, man, you just had one or two things. Now, seems like every other damn week they got some celebration for these kids. All right. But I guess, man. God bless him. God bless him. That's all I got for you guys today, man. I'm trying. I guess I kept it a little shorter than usual, at least, right? Yeah, didn't say much. Outro. <laughs> Outro. Thanks, Outro. Man. Outro. Sorry about your voice. Go Dodgers. Um, my my kid's graduating eighth grade. My son is graduating. We have a ceremony fifth grade. Yeah, yeah. Because he's going. Guys- he's going to middle school. So like, he's right, leaving this have. school. But I mean, whatever. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. It's fine. I just, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, we really need a sports song. Yeah, we don't have one, and it's we've really, got we've got a lot of talented listeners. Somebody every yeah. sports song. Everything has an intro now, except for the sports. We could just do "My Name Is Brian," which is a great song, but. Writes a bill. My name is Brian. They call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. I'll give Hedero Life a try. If you see something on my hand that makes you think I'm not a man. It's just my cool rings, you see. I'd be in a meeting. I might have a very high-level meeting that I'm in with my fucking rings. <laughs> Get a lot of looks on those rings.
Okay, Ed, what's popping off in the world of sports? Well, remember we were just talking about Aubrey, a.k.a. Drake. He's the worst. And he's really ratcheting up that worstness this this past playoffs. Well, he has been trying very hard and failing. I guess he's putting, like, uh, wristbands around his arm. He's trying hard to cover up the fact that he has Steph Curry and Kevin Durant's jersey numbers tattooed on his body. He's one of these, I'm a fan of every team, guys. Is that what the deal is? Yes, but hasn't he been part of the ownership of the Raptors since... Oh, does he have a piece of the team? I thought he was like a GZ, like a like a point one point oh one percent guy. Is that why he sits on the court? That's that was my Must understanding. Be. If not, then I believe you. But maybe, but why would you? I mean, why would why would anyone have Steph Curry and Kevin Durant's jersey numbers tattooed for them? Right. It's that's it's crazy. It's cra- unless you were Steph Curry or Kevin Durant, then you I guess you could have those numbers tattooed on you. But you're wearing the jersey every night. It's not like you're going to forget your number. <laughs> now, I'm I'm not a fan of Durant, but I did see the video of after they won game 2. He's like, "Hey Aubrey, we'll see we'll see you in the Bay Area." That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> but it's but it's also they're normalizing Drake's behavior, which I fucking hate. Well, didn't- like he's not he's not involved in the fucking game. He's got a ticket. To the game, just like me. Didn't uh, President Barrio shame him a little bit? I I, I read a headline that he kind of said, like, hey, something about, like, hey, are you going to behave this game or something, something like that? Like, he yeah, kind of shamed him a little bit. Um, so there's a guy named Derek Dietrich on, I think, the Reds. And he was hitting homers so. and flipping, uh, bat flipping or something. Well, Pirates broadcaster uh, said Derek Dietrich's dead grandpa would be ashamed of his home run celebrations. <laughs> <laughs> I love these old school guys. They hate it. <laughs> they hate it so much. And I I happen to read a story about a guy I'd never, I mean, I'm so, when I was a kid, I knew pretty much the starting lineup of every team. Same. I don't know the starting lineup of the Orioles anymore because, I mean, they're just plugging right. in random guys now. Do but, they still have Orange County's own Mark Trumbo who hits – he'll hit 28 home runs before the All-Star break and then end the season with 32 home runs every year? They do. do they still they do. I don't think he's played this year. I think he's been hurt and now he's hurt. in rehab. Uh, you know, like he's, he's – Drug in, rehab? No, no, no. In the like oh. – you know, the rehab assignments where – you're you're he's probably hitting 700 foot home runs off of uh like rookie ball pitchers yeah a ball um but anyway the uh so i read a whole thing about this guy in the white Sox, anderson who flipped his bat against the royals and it led to uh uh, you know bean ball and and brawls so many rules and then they played again and they threw at him again like the next series i i think and and they always They'll suspend both players like five, four games or five games for a pitcher. That means one game, one start. They, if a pitcher throws at a guy, yeah, pick him out. He should be suspended for like thirty games. Thirty game suspension. I agree. Because also, if, if a guy flips his bat, fl- yeah, if a guy flips his bat, he's not injuring you. Whereas a pitcher, yeah. you're trying yeah. to hurt the guy. 
And if you don't want people to flip their bat, just throw better pitches. Right. But that's <laughs> he hit your he hit your pitch over the fence. Why? Because you threw a bad pitch. Throw Pirates, a better one. The Pirates broadcaster thinks the dead grandpa would be ashamed. Is his was his grandpa like a ball player or something? He must I, have been. He, he must, must be a known he must have been. person. Um, Amazing. I love when they get mad. I love I love when these old guys get mad. It's great. Oh, yeah. It was a former. Maybe it was a former. I don't know. Former Pirates player was the commentator, John Weiner. John Wiener. Oh, he was a pitcher, right? I think I remember him. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I heard of him because of his grandfather used to be a minor league coach for the Pirates. He was the nicest, sweetest guy in the world. He's rolling in his grave every time this guy hits a home run. He's embarrassed of his grandson. <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking douche. Because he flipped his bat because he, he got excited because he hit a home run. You can't show – here's a problem with baseball. You can't show too much emotion – but you also can't show too little emotion and you can't run the bases too fast or, but you also can't run the bases too slow. You got to run them at the right speed. All, so many rules. All secret rules are bullshit. <laughs> so dumb. There are no Se- rules. Secret. I just, love it. Just, you know what a rule is? You have to like cross the plate to score a run. That, that's, that's a it. rule. Not, not this that's other it. bullshit. That's it. Um, I, you know, I'm not a fan of this guy, but I, Tend to agree. Rick Patino, who's now coaching in Greece, he won the championship. Yeah, he slammed the Greek hoops fans for constantly smoking during the games. The arenas are yeah, full of smoke. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. these players, I mean, how could you be so selfish that you're smoking in the arena? It must be so weird to go to a culture where that's not a thing anymore. Man. It is. It's weird when I go to Las Vegas. Yes. Yeah, and people are smoking. It only took a couple of years for it to completely change. When New York, I know uh, California was first, but when New York banned uh, smoking in bars, within a couple of years, it was odd when when you would just be around a cloud of smoke. It just quickly disappeared. Um, yeah, it's a it's a weird feeling when you go to a place where it's okay to smoke. It's just it's and a shocking. sports arena. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> that must be That's, bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, finally, in sports, O.J. Simpson, former Buffalo Bills running back, yeah, he claims his dick was so big that he quote hospitalized Chris Jenner after banging her in a hot tub. I heard the story. I heard the story. O.J. after Bob Kardashian went to sleep. OJ uh, unleashed. He, they were in a hot tub, and he stood up and and displayed he his massive dong. Yeah, and Chris wanted some of that, and then but then she had to ask off it after a while. It was just too much, too much dick. And also, how is OJ the worst? I mean, there's he's a murderer. Why why are we still dealing with him? Why is he out? I know he's just telling colorful colorful stories of your <laughs> about women he banged. Unbelievable. It's time, it's time for non-sports, non-sports segment, segment on the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Non-sports, 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 non-sports. I'm talking about the segment now. Non-sports, non-sports, non-sports segment. Ed, what's going on? 
outside of the world of sports? Anything interesting? Well, there are a lot of things that could go wrong uh, if you ride a moped. Um, oh yeah, very dangerous. They're dangerous. They're they're very they're little. Dangerous. I mean, if you're if you're in any sort of vehicle that gets in an accident, it's a problem. But if you're in like a yeah. hog, you you do have yeah. some girth to the to the weight. Uh, you have something mm-hmm. moped. You're getting knocked around. Well, here's a story. Man suffers nine day erection after bruising taint in moped accident. So bruised taint means he probably fell pretty hard on the seat as he got popped. Yeah, it must have something must have burst and just all the blood flowed to his dick. Nine days. That's a lot of Texas belt buckle, like walking around to get yeah. things. You'd be over. It reminds me, you remember that guy? He was like from Wisconsin and he got in an accident or something happened to his brain where he would constantly have orgasms all the time. I think we talked about oh, yeah, him on this we show. Oh, yeah, we talked about him, yeah. And he was like, you know, if you went, it's, you think it's funny until you have nine orgasms at your dad's funeral or something. And I'm like, well, I mean, that's even funnier, but uh, it really is. It would get a little old. You ever like just, just the other day I got a hard on for no reason. And I'm like, what is going on? I don't have a boner right now. And I really wanted to not have a boner in that moment. I don't know why I had one. It used to happen a lot as a kid, but I still get the random passing. And you're like, what? What am I going to do here? I got to go to the store. And imagine that lasting for nine days. They probably would have to drain it. You know, like when your Viagra lasts for 36 hours or whatever, you have to go in and they stick a needle in your dick and drain out. They like leak out all the blood. So you're, so you're, uh, Boner goes away. So do you think Not he was? A, do you think he was in the hospital after the accident? And they're like, "Well, it looks like you're gonna you're gonna live." And then they see he's got yeah. the erection. Well, I mean, you're really excited about this thing, and he yeah. just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The nurses are looking at him funny. like, "What? He he still yeah. got that? I mean, he had that yeah. thing yesterday." I'm saying for like the first nine hours, it was probably pretty hilarious. And then it got old <laughs> like, and wait it a lasted second. for nine more, eight more days. And do you think an erection from an injury in that area, he probably was in no mood to be actually working it out. Probably real sore yeah. down there. Yeah, definitely. That's definitely an issue. I would, uh, wouldn't want to be in his predicament. Okay. But uh, an even worse predicament. What if you were a Barcelona based YouTube star? I mean, could be worse. Go on. Chinese guy, uh, Barcelona-based uh-huh. YouTube star. Uh, I don't, I don't know or care his name. He was banned five years after feeding a homeless man toothpaste-filled Oreos. Like yeah. he was gonna prank a fucking homeless guy. Yeah, that is so fucked. Banned for five years. I hope he he does time in jail in Barcelona. Yes, yes. Also, who's watching this shit? Fuck this guy. Wait, it's not the guy. It's not the Asian guy that um, lays there naked with like a with something draped over his dick and then something on top. Oh no, I love that guy. Of that that guy's the best. Like no, I don't want to see him not. banned. I hope not. That that guy. I like is that the guy. Best. This is yeah. a guy named I don't know Kangua hmm. Ren, a uh, popular cha- popular channel Reset. Oh, Reset is his channel. Yep, fantastic. Fifty-two-year-old homeless man. Being homeless so is the fucking worst. 
and and you have to be the worst. And yeah. and he's gonna give him something to watch him throw up shortly yeah, after. That's disgusting. Fucking that's asshole. Disgusting. Um, there's a televangelist who cut his teeth learning from his mentor, Oral Roberts. Um, and this guy uh, was uh, explaining his purchase of private jets, including a recent $54 million Gulfstream 5 that he bought from Tyler Perry. He said, it's a Bible thing. Yeah. Because the Bible says, yeah. go out and get your ass a jet. Well, Creflo, I mean, this is apparently popular in the uh evangelical tv preacher game because remember creflo he was praying and he was asking his congregation to help him out because he needed a better jet he already had the one jet but it wasn't a good enough jet so he needed to get a a better jet yeah this this shithead ministering kenneth copeland he said you can't talk to god while flying commercial no, you can't. And I, no, I would, no. I would agree. These days, coach, especially, it is a godless community in coach. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. It's a, it's a, it's a tough ride. Uh, hold on, Ed. Let's. Uh, while we're at it, since we're here, I don't know if you heard anything in the background, but we are joined now in the studio by our very own pop culture correspondent. She comes on every week. She tells us what's happening in the world of pop culture. Let's have her sit in for the last of these non-sports stories, and then we'll jump right in to her segment. She, of course, is Fancy Sauce. Fancy Sauce, how are Ooh. you today? Okay. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi, Ed. So good to have you. You were doing very, you were trying to distract me by making naughty gestures oh. outside of the studio. I don't know what you're talking that about. That was very rude and uncalled for. Don't believe a word he says. Let's jump in. Ed, what else is going on in the world of non-sports? Well, let's let's stay in the spiritual world. Um, and there was a Florida man who poured salt in Walmart to get rid of evil spirits. And it worked. Now there's no more. Yeah, that's what I do. I, now there's no more evil spirits I in would say to the naysayers, find me one evil spirit in that Walmart. Exactly. Just fucking one. Now. Yep. This guy should go on a tour and just hit all the Walmarts. Mm-hmm. Walmart should hire him to go do evil spirit cleanings. Yeah. Purgings. And like exorcists as well. Yeah. While Exorcisms. Exorcism. Right. Fantastic. Have you ever tried to get a bulk thing of uh, almonds and there's an evil spirit kind of tugging back at it? Yeah. Yes. You know, so now that happen. Now it's not going to happen at that Walmart. It's when I try to get it's. When I get the dried mangoes, mm. because I'm addicted to them, and I will buy like a four pound mm-hmm. sack. Not much of, of a share, delicious, These delicious oh. dried mangoes, and three days later, that sack will be gone. Selfish lover when it comes to dried mangoes, huh? That's right. So, so the evil spirits are always trying to get me um, to buy those dried mangoes. Oh yeah, but I can't maybe they're myself. the ones that are doing it, right? Yeah, yeah. So I need a cleansing of my local Costco because that's where I get my mangoes. I don't want that lunatic anywhere near my Costco. Do you think that evil spirit happens to be the same evil spirit that knocked Kate's laptop off the Yes, of course it was. Okay. I know that you guys are making fun of me right now. I've saged the residents of that. Yes, I know that you guys are taking the Has it happened? But that happened. Have, has it happened since I saged the residents? You didn't sage anything. Yeah, you weren't here when I did it. I don't even know what saging is. Yeah, he dumped the salt out. 
That's what he did. And I did the salt. I I dumped the salt out regularly. So the same cleanse this place of evil so spirits. So the same I get treatment. All the salt out all the time. Evil spirits and slugs have the same treatment. That's a weird combo. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. Well, it's it's probably somewhere in the Bible, Ed. So so you know um you know that like really good uh Philippine president Duterte? Duterte. Yeah, Rodrigo Duterte. He's a cool dude. Yeah. yeah he's he's like, like, hey, go out and do murders. He's Donnie, uh, he's Donnie's boy. He's another one of those guys. Yeah. Um yeah. and he's pretty he's pretty harsh on uh, homosexuals. Well, he he yeah. he gave a little uh little added color to his life story. He said he used to be gay before he cured yeah. himself. Oh, he prayed the gay way. Yeah. That works. It's an effective strategy. Remember that um remember that um preacher speaking of preachers there was that preacher in Colorado, Ted Haggard. Oh yeah. And he was like he's like I know how to convert your kids. What they're doing is evil. They're out there being gay and having gay activities and it's wrong. God hates it. And I can cure them. And then it turns out some um, rent boy was like, oh, no, I go to um, I go to hotel rooms with this guy and we smoke meth all the time. And then I let him suck me off. Yeah. And that's, you know, because he's real anti-gay. Anybody that's really anti something wants to do that thing. It's one thing if you're anti techno music or something that is. Getting in your face right. and bothering you. But, but you're not out carrying a sign saying, fuck, we need to get rid but of I'm techno, saying, fuck techno, if, if techno's illegal, should be illegal. If old Rodrigo said, I hate techno so much, Duterte. if I if I hated it so much, I can't have it playing in my in my country, you would say, that is really harsh, but... I agree. But, but I agree. But That's your right. That's your right. <laughs> but... The whole gay thing, it, I, I don't know of a situation where the gay guy is attacking somebody so they can be gay with them. It's not how it works. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't think, I think it's, you know, live and let live. Right. As it says in the um, so good book. We just got a little, a little color into why he might be so anti-gay. Yeah. Working yeah, through some things. Tends to work that way. And finally, we're gonna we're gonna talk about a you know nice school trip. My my school did it uh, trip on the East Coast. A lot of schools go to uh, Washington D.C. And this wasn't East Coast. This is Louisiana. Well, the Louisiana principal resigns after being arrested at a strip club while on the school trip to Washington D.C. Public intoxication. I mean, did he bring the kids with him? He got so ossified drunk that he was asked to leave and then when yeah. the cops when the cops told him to get out of there he refused to comply and so they had to arrest him like yeah. so like they got off the bus at the at the field trip and the kids went to like the zoo or the right. museum they and at, he went to a strip club they and were got at, wasted they probably went to Monticello that day yeah Lincoln Vernon. Lincoln Memorial yeah hey look, at, look how big it is Lincoln Memorial yeah there are, yeah. there are strip clubs not too far from Capitol Hill, I'll say. Really? And I imagine... Yeah, there's like the, an overpass, and then all of a sudden you're true. at a strip club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I imagine that the D.C. strip clubs, I mean, it is they do call it Chocolate City. I've, I've been to some. Yeah, and I imagine that there's a it's a particular brand of strip what, club. What if he was at Camelot? Oh. One of Michelle's sorority sisters worked there. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 
Got to make a buck. A couple of quick emails now that Kate's here. Gentlemen and lady, I first wrote to you two years ago seeking advice on teaching my then kindergartner to avoid befriending children whose fathers are in the school's dad's club. Oh, no. While you neglected to answer my actual question. Is that true? You well, did I always provide... tell dads, put on your headphones, right? Yeah, that's what he talks about, yeah. Oh, yeah. You did Sorry, provide sage one. wisdom I carry with me to this day. How Namely, to avoid dad interaction. Put on headphones, avoid talking to people. I was trying that to- That was this, great I advice. My, I do headphones and sunglasses indoors mm. to like ward off any contact. And I was on a plane day before yesterday and I had the headphones on and the sunglasses on and a dude sitting next to me kept hitting me up to tell me things. And that was pretty funny. I, yes. He was like, Hey, I'm sorry to bother you, but I just want to let you like tell you <laughs> I like your watch or something. Like it was, yeah, he was a buddy of mine. I had, I had the headphones on today yeah. and a Trader Joe's person interrupted me to tell me good choice in my, in what I was picking. Buddy. Oh, they look, that's that's coached at Trader Joe's, I believe. They're supposed to um, compliment you or say, "Oh, these are really that's good, part aren't of they?" Their yeah, I, I had to pull training. my headphones out so I could be yeah. like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you." He's like, "I just want to say, great choice on the uh, yeah, the, uh, good choice, dark chocolate peanut butter cups or you know whatever." Those are so good. Pull yeah. those out. That yeah, is those a good are, choice. Those are fantastic. I, also I love like those. I get it, oh my god! I mean, amazing. Jesus, I had to pull out Howard Stern so I could listen to this guy tell <laughs> yeah. me good choice. Get out of here! You yeah. know, you know what you do with those. Is you throw them in the freezer for like, I don't know, a minute. Ugh, snooze. So they're not, you don't want them like all hard and crunchy. Okay. Right. Just enough you do to get, want get them a just a risk. Yeah. Firm and a little bit cold. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, my attempts to get the dad's club labeled a terrorist or terrorist organization <laughs> failed. And their unseemly recruiting habits infiltrated my own home. This past weekend, my wife took my two eldest on an official dad's club sponsored camping trip, <laughs> where by camping, I mean pitching a tent on the school baseball field in a density that would make a refugee <laughs> camp director blush. Of course, being on school grounds means it was also a dry camping oh, trip. Well, you got to no. smuggle. You got to just no. You got to keep it low. You got to have it's, a flask. Yeah. All you need to know about the rest of the event <laughs> is that the dad's club members all wore matching RCDC shirts. No. RC being the school's initials like with a knockoff logo <laughs> that would make Bon Scott choke on his own vomit. That is from Ryan. So, Ace, so they have an ACDC themed dad club? Yeah. School. Well, uh, yeah. Dad like club. School. Do they like chant? Yeah. Yeah. It was someone bring their acoustic guitar. I've I've got the biggest balls of all. They were they Uh, wore the Costco jeans. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Um it's it's tough and Ed, your kids are at that age, but they're they're getting a little older now. You really when your kids are young, you're forced to interact with people that you never would interact with otherwise at like birthday parties and shit like that. And it is fucking awful it's the worst part of having kids other than the they're always being kids around you it's tough but i mean at this point i'm i'm at fifth and third grade the word the word is out on how approachable i am 
That's good. You set it up. You got the headphones in. Okay, another email. Brian, Kate, and Ed, I have a question for all those eco-sex tourists. How do you obtain consent from the earth? That's, oh, those are the people that like fuck trees and stuff. Yeah, I think I read about it in Vice a couple. Of years I don't know ago. what this is. What yeah, people are like fucking the earth, thinking it's gonna make the yeah. planet better. There was like a Vice thing where people are like sexually attracted to like moss and like ivy. And then what? They fuck it. What do you mean? They go out and they rub their genitals on the yeah. like. I mean, they're earth. just only they're jerking dirt. off on trees. That's like men and them. women. Yeah, it's mostly broads that I saw. They're given. I oh yeah no I saw yes mostly saw but I I did see some clip of a, a dude like like literally a tree hugger literally rubbing oh yeah he was hug- yeah he was hu- well he was a tree fucker <laughs> yeah which Do is you, like are you step like beyond. putting your like bare genitals on the earth it's appeared so yeah you could get a rash yeah. that way pretty it's, oh, I mean it's tree a bark thing. has got to be horrible for your dick. Yeah, it's, I'm not going to rub my bits on, like, some grass. It's a good thing there's no more HBO real sex because they would do, like, multiple Man, the ultimate bummer of this. the show when you're really a boy sick. coming Are they the of same age? people that, like, yeah. um, stare at the sun for nutrition? Yeah, they are. Similar people. Those people seem very cool, cool. <laughs> it all seems kind it's of rapey to, to me. Count me out. <laughs> Also, when Kate went to that whispery voice last week and started talking about men named Harry, let's just say name change paperwork is being contemplated. What? When yeah, Kate we were talking go- about Harry, probably the, the You're like, prince guy. And yeah, you, you said, said it's Harry a hot can name. get it. Yeah, you said Harry can get it, and then you said all Harrys can get it. So Harry Hamlin can I, get it. Well, <laughs> we brought him up, but I, how, about, how about the CBS morning guy, Harry uh, something, Harry Smith? Also, yes. hold on, is back up. There? Right, what you're saying is that you, like, I'm not allowed to say someone can get it. Like, that grosses you out? No, are you talking to the emailer? Yeah. No, he's saying he's going to change his name he wants, to Harry. He wants to be Harry because yeah. you sounded Cause, so yeah, you into it. Yeah, because you said all Harrys can get it. When Kate goes sexy voice, that voice is a million times hotter than Brian's very, very, very <laughs> uncomfortable whispers. Thank, thank you. I, I totally agree. I cut off. I think that might have been from Canard in Kansas. I unfortunately cut off the uh, signature of the email. My apologies. Uh, okay, another one. Brian, Ed, and Kate. A little change up on the scoop oh, front no. this week. Oh my god! I've just been waiting can in I, dread. Can rank I, these. Can I? Bullshit. Can I finally? I, no. I for the longest time I haven't been able to. Uh, clarify my thoughts on the whole scoop it up thing. Please do, Ed. And I know this is only going to amplify this scooping noise and references from everybody. It is, but but you got to set it straight. It's a juggernaut. Because I couldn't figure out, like, I couldn't put into words what the problem was. And I'm not going to pretend the show is is so super highbrow that something as inelegant as scoop it up is, is, uh, is like off limits. But here's the thing. Scoop it up Sounds. Remember, Kate, you did the story about um, Megan Trainer with her press release, and it was like all these like yes, kind of gross references and kind of yeah. mm-hmm. cheesy and mm. gross. That's what it feels like. It feels like a, a Maxim magazine column from eighty or ninety seven. Oh, I'm coming to scoop. Like it feels. It's it, a bit dated, and I just I'm feel like to scoop in the hoop. If this is a comedy like- show. This is like, like a, a, a very bro-y barstool sports kind of segment. Oh, I disagree. A disagree. 
date rapey frat brother. Disagree. Yes. All the way. From the like frat house that everybody knows not to go in. Anyway. Anyway. The scoop it up game now has a song. Yeah. As yeah. if things could not yeah. get any worse. Yeah. Where my ballers at? Ballers at? Get the cluck and scoop it up, scoop it up. All y'all bitches get the suck and scoop it up, scoop it up. Play a hater still hate, scoop it up, scoop it up. Give me that pussy, I ain't waiting. Scoop it up, scoop it up. Hold up, wait a minute, scoop it up, scoop it up. Give me some pussy, I'm up in it. Scoop it up, scoop it up. Get the stripping on my table, scoop it up, scoop it up. Suck my dick, wear my label, scoop it up, scoop it up. Okay, I've heard it now. I've heard it now. <laughs> I take everything back. That's a great song. That's our guy Brad in New York. I take back my previous minute. Of course. <laughs> That's a good Very highbrow. How dare you? Rank these in order of the worst to best situations to consensually scoop it up. Where's the best place to pick up chicks? As a single person. No, he's got a list here. Okay. Dorm slash frat slash sorority party. A wedding. A Halloween party. Duck club. Or beach lake slash pool party. Ed, you go first. Give me a ranking. Give me a top three of those. Top three. Number one is Halloween. Everybody, mm-hmm. I mean... Eh. Just walking around Hoboken on November 1st, you see a ton of walks of shame. Much scooping potential. You're out there on November 1st, about 9 a.m. You're going to see a lot of people walking in their slutty cop costume carrying their shoes. Bad girl, whatever it is. You always see people in costume the next day. There's a lot of fucking that goes on that night. Um, For sure. I mean, a college setting. Any sort yeah. of college house weekend. party bar every weekend. Now, I would say the worst place probably is a club. I don't know. I don't. I, I'm so out of the game, but I would think these these clubs where it's so fucking loud and there are roped off sections. I would think that'd yeah. be the worst place. Too loud. Too many people. Kate McManus, your rankings. Dorm slash frat slash sorority party, wedding, Halloween party, duck club, beach, lake slash pool party. Top th- three places to scoop. This game is dumb. Yes. Okay. But did you hear the song? So frat part, frat thing. Number for one. For non-consensual scooping. <laughs> That's a, there's no such thing. Yes, sir. No You're scooping up. That's a not a. That's girl. not a proper so scoop. Drunk. That's where Brock. Uh, what? Are, what do you call it? Brock was the yes, guy. The, the, the Stanford, Stanford swimmer. Yes, Brock Heward. No, no different Brock. Uh, okay. Yes. Second. Halloween. Oh yeah. Halloween Everyone's for, dressed up and yep. acting like someone else. Yep. Wedding. Yep. Everyone's sad that they don't that they're single. Okay, you're both wrong. Number one is wedding. All the way, everybody's dressed up, everybody's fucking wasted, and it's a whole love thing. There's all these chicks that are super bummed out that they're single. There's all these good-looking guys in tuxedos. Wedding is the number one scoopability hang there is. That That is true in that yes. most people dress like shit, so when they're all forced to dress, 
in tuxedos, most guys dress like shit. That if yes. you're wearing a tuxedo, everybody looks kind of uniformly good. There's more sex, rando sex at weddings than anywhere else. Followed closely by, and you guys are both right on this one, Halloween. Halloween is a hookup holiday. Number one hookup holiday. People are dressed up. Girls got their boobs pushed up. They got tight things on their butts. They're looking hot. Guys are like Tarzan or other things. What? I don't know. Anyway, there's a lot. Everyone's wasted. It's a horny holiday. Halloween is number two. And then the rest, I mean, dorm frat sorority, that's that's like children. So that doesn't really count. They're just all banging. I would say those are the top two. Club slash beach lake pool party, all very similar to me. That's it. Uh, he continues. Also, you guys have gone way too long without tra- having Travis Rogers on the pod. Please remedy this ASAP. Hashtag free T-Rog. I'll reach out. That is from Vic from the TBLS podcast he's a, subreddit. He's a subreddit guy. He's got it. And he's added something here. He wants to know. I don't know if I'm going to do this. I might have to revisit that next week. Anyway, the Scoop Wait, Up what, song. What does he want? Am I going to hate it too? Yes, yes. I don't. I just don't know. Kate's in a very negative place right now, and I don't. I don't know how much I want to push this. He wants. I'm not in a negative place. He's got a game where he wants us to review um, different Reddit pages that we oh. might not be aware of. I you got me to look at one Reddit page. That's as far as I'm going. I'm not. And I'm the not one, getting deep into it. The one he sent us this week, and I've sent it to both of you, is called. It's a subreddit, and it's called. But Sharpies. No. No, I won't do it. Yeah. Do you want to know what it is? It's Sharpies. <laughs> sharpies sticking out of somebody's yeah, it's people penis. With, it's people with Sharpies in their butts. <laughs> I don't want to see another butt after our mutual friend oh, Lee one, one's not too bad. showed us that horrific Oh, no, no. I'm video. not. No, yes. Um, I'm like not. This isn't like my kind of thing. This butt Sharpies. Thing. I would definitely would not go back there, but it's an interesting. It's a lot of it's people it? putting multiple sharpies in their bottoms. Is it interesting? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> anyway, um, thank you for that. Mike Vick did nothing wrong, and thank you for that, Brad in New York. Chicken hands get the clock. Oh my scoop god! It up, scoop it up. All your bitches get to suck it. Scoop it up. Scoop Thirteen it up. sharpies. Still hate. Scoop it up. Scoop it up. <laughs> Give me that pussy. I ain't waiting. Scoop it up. Scoop it up. Hold up. Wait a minute. Scoop it up. Scoop it up. I cannot believe this page. Thirteen sharpies in somebody's ass. Brad in New York, you are a genius. Thank you for that. Yeah, thank you, Brad. Oh. Kate McManus. That song is so much better than the other one. Um, <laughs> different strokes. Different strokes. I mean, they both have their merits. Oh my god. Oh, Ed's getting really into butt it's, sharpies. It's, 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 it's insane. I didn't, it's insane. The 13 sharpies, I, I can't. 
Uh, How about some of the ones where it's just it's just one sharpie, but it's just like a super fat sharpie? Yeah, the Magnum Red Sharpie here. Oh. Uh, Okay, Kate McManus, (laughs) take us to get us on your level. What is going on in the world of pop culture? What is happening in fancy pop? Um, celebrity divorce news. Uh I really, really thought these guys were going to make it. I'm sad. Oh, no. Paul Newman and Joanne Woodward? No. Oh. Nick Cage and Erica Koika. Oh. Married for four days in Vegas. It's officially Did they get an annulment? Nick Cage in this picture yeah. is looking more and more like Wayne Newton. Weird. Yeah, he's got the dyed, yeah, the dyed plugs. Weird. It's a bad look. Um, He married Erica in Vegas on March 23rd. We reported out about their marriage. Um, Four days later, Dear Nick Hummingbird. I need an For annulment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't he claimed know if you in court know. documents that he lacked understanding of his actions to the extent that he was incapable of agreeing to the marriage. I think that's it, code for I was really fucking. It, it wasn't me, Hummingbird. It was the Cuddy Sark talking. <laughs> Hummingbird, put down the bunny. I want a divorce. <laughs> uh, well, that's too bad. Peggy Sue may oh. have gotten married, but we are no longer married. Doesn't bode well for Nick Cage. My face, and like, where's that? My in life face in is off, and this wedding is <laughs> off. <laughs> what else, Kate? Speaking of maybe drinking a little too much, Colin Farrell, who's been sober for 13 years, before he reached that point, he had some dark days while filming the Minority Report in 2002 with Tom Cruise. That's funny because I had dark days watching the Minority Report with. <laughs> no, I didn't see it. That's the one where Tom okay. Cruise had gray hair. <laughs> yeah, there were. He had asked production if he could not work the day after his 25th birthday. Yes. They said, "LOL, no." That's pretty expensive. And he was so hungover that's a big ask. that it took him 56 tries to say one line. What, I mean, what, yes. What, granted, was, what was the line? It's a difficult line. The line was difficult. Yeah. Colin, you're um, so glib. <laughs> I got it. Hey. The line was First take. I'm every sure time. you've all grasped the fundamental paradoxical pre crime methodology. Oh, this. 56 times. Oh, that writer needs to be kicked in the dick. Yeah. I agree. Somebody hey, guess needs what? to kick that writer in the, the dick. The writer of the story is named Philip Dick. Shut up. Yes, Amazing. that's the sci fi writer. <laughs> Philip K. Hey, Colin. Hey. You want some you want to be able to remember your lines? You gotta read this book. Dianetics. <laughs> if you don't like Dick, read Hubbard. Um, this Colin Farrell, he was a real mess back then, and it reminds me, Colin Farrell, I recall, had a sex tape. And this Colin Farrell I watched it. Yeah, this Colin Farrell is about like five five. Mostly, and the dude is dumb. packing one of the fattest dicks you're ever going to see in your life. That's why he's got this trail from memory. That's why he's got this confidence that gets him, takes him from Scotland or wherever the fuck he's from. He's Irish. Ireland, same difference. They're both islands. That's a sexy accent. Watch, yeah. watch I mean, in Bruges. That's a good movie. Um, he's a great actor. Dudes with Irish accents can get it. What if their name? What if a guy's name's Harry? Is it Robbie Coltrane Irish? Irish? Do you. You fancy get him. it, get it. I don't think she does. <laughs> what? Uh, anyway, Colin Farrell, fat dick. Glad he's sober now. He's actually quite a good actor. If you have not seen The actor. Killing of a Sacred Deer, that is a fantastic a weird movie. Oh, it's so good. 
Yeah, law, the, yeah, same director. He's a fantastic actor. Goes, also, whatever season he was in of um, True, De- season True Detective, two. very good. He's good. Really? Uh, I mean, it was it was you just okay. Didn't like I thought it. he was really You're good in it. That Vince Vaughn. Noir. Vince Vaughn a little shaky. Vince Vaughn was okay. Vince Vaughn was fine, but the fucking words they gave Vince Vaughn to say were so weird. They were weird. He had the weirdest dialogue, and it took no me one out ta- of it. No one talks, no one like, talks that. like that. How about, what's weirder, that or the fact that I've just watched Sharpies and Anuses while I've been talking to you at this whole time? See, I knew you would like that. Part it's so gross. It's it just. I think Kate's on. Do it you right think now, people too. Are, people are that. into that for for sexual, sexual purposes? Pleasure. Oh God. Yeah. It must be the worst to have a fetish. Um, Speaking of Sharpies and butts, just kidding. Um, yes, go ahead. A-Rod. Telly in Colorado. A-Rod yeah. was caught by a paparazzi. Oh, yes. This is a big taking story. Taking a photo through his bathroom window yeah. on the crapper. Yeah. Right behind my building is, is a storage facility. And he may or may not have, have had yeah. a Sharpie in his butt. We don't know. He might yes, have. I doubt it. We what, have, there's a storage facility? No, but I'm saying it's just a brick wall behind my building, essentially. Um, and I still have a shade up because who needs, who needs anyone looking in your windows? Yeah. Also this A-Rod is so rich and his famous gets some blind. His building is directly across from another building. Why doesn't he have that kind of window where you can (laughs) see out and it's perfectly light out, but they can't see it. Right. He doesn't even bother to put something up. So a bunch of guys at a hedge fund are watching him curl one out. It's pretty yeah. bad. Worst guys. Worst guys. He doesn't guys. seem like he cares that much. I Finance mean, they're bros. trying to find out who did it, yeah. but he's just kind of like. There's not, there's no, he has no recourse. It's, he was viewable from a public space. Anybody can take a picture of anybody that they can see. That's true. Yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah. But he's apparently getting blind. Is my understanding. Um, this is probably my favorite story. So I'll just do it now. Um, in a recent podcast episode, um, Sasha Baron Cohen talks about how um, his casting of Pamela Anderson, Pamela, Pamela, in um, the Borat movie, where the plot line was that Borat wanted to come to America and yeah, take marry, her for his wife. Yeah, take yeah. her back to Kazakhstan. Yeah, he, she was in the movie. He fucking put her in a bag. And she was, was in great. on the joke. It was hilarious. It was great. Yeah. Um, she was currently at the time she was married to Kid Rock, and Kid Rock hated the movie so much. Yeah. And because Republicans don't, they want they watched it together at I think like Ron Myers or some some big studio head's house. There was a screening, yeah. And Pam texted Sasha like the the night of and said, "Well, he texted her actually and was like, like you know, how did it go? What did he think?" And she texted back. He's getting divorced. And when he asked her why, she replied, the movie. Shut and then four days up. later, they got a divorce. <laughs> so wow. good. I like, so I like that that embarrassed Kid Rock. Not the fact that he's wearing Uncle Sam pants, golfing with President New Coke. But like he, he's embarrassed that his, his wife was in a very funny movie. Um, yeah, that's like the peak thing that she's done. Like it was great. Well, he's probably a bit of a humorless cunt. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else, Kate? Um, a lot of people writing tell-all books. We got Moby last week. This week we have Chris Kattan, comedian from SNL. Ah, I've been. I cannot tell you how just, many times I have said to somebody, 
when the fuck am I going to get my Chris Kattan memoir? Well, there, there was a joke. It's your lucky, Michelle. It's your lucky day because he's got one titled yeah. "Baby, Don't Hurt Me." Yeah. Oh, from that with movie, your sharpie. Night at the Roxbury. Yeah, Night at the Roxbury. He claims that Lauren Michaels pressured him into having a sexual relationship with um, would-be director Amy Heckerling, oh, director who made Clueless Times at Ridgemont High. Clueless. Yeah. Um, and so he said that Will knew about it and it caused a rift in their friendship that yeah. they never recovered from. Yeah. Also, Lauren, Lauren is obviously denying, denying this. Yeah. I, I will say, until the, this story, yeah. I thought he was gay. Didn't you think Chris Kattan was so gay? Yes, he's got a gay vibe, just like Moby. <laughs> Can I tell my six degrees of my yes. one, oh, no. two degrees? Of, you know Chris Kattan? Chris Kattan, oh, sorry. Yeah. I don't know him, but... Yeah. Like a, a a long time ago, let, let's say twelve years ago. Oh, he dated the longer. roommate. No, no, oh. no, no. I had a side business where I was doing interior design and staging of people's houses that yes. were selling them, putting them on the yeah. market. And um, my partner and I got called to Chris Catan's house out in Pasadena. Yes. To you know, do like a walkthrough oh. and Kate, Kate, I don't mean to interrupt you right now. But I've heard the story before, and I think you have confused Chris Kattan. Oh, I have. Oh, I have. Who's the other guy? Rob Schneider. Okay. Well, Rob Schneider's a hoarder. Well, okay, are either of them loud comers? <laughs> Is Chris Kattan a loud comer? He seems like it, he would be. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's very that? theatrical. Uh, I just, it Got seems that little like. little dude complex. It seems like a publicity grab here. It's completely unnecessary. No dude. Has ever been forced to have sex with any woman? It's just you're a man, be a man, and also Will for Will Ferrell is a fantastic human being, and I gotta take his side. If he cut you out of his life, he did so for a reason, right? What? Yeah. Well, he said to Katam when they, they saw each other, you know, a while later, you know, maybe a couple of years or a few years, I don't know. And he said, "I got all your messages, all your voicemails and messages, and I didn't call you back because I didn't want to talk to you." Hey. There you go. Straight up. Straight up. I just Googled uh, Amy Heckerling to see what she she looked like around this time. and Can she get it? I mean, she's, she's a nice looking woman. Um, yeah. But she was dating. She was much older. She was 43 and he was yeah. 25, that's, I think. That's, okay. 43 is a very fuckable age. Yeah, I, I'm Highly. pretty confident yeah, in 43 being a good age. Um, yeah. But she was dating Bronson Pinchot. She was fucking Balky. Wow. Wow. Well, he had all that perfect strangers money. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd still say he's more fuckable than than uh, Mango. Chris Kattan. Yeah. I mean, I Chris I would put him in the same realm. Balky versus Mango. Yeah, I, I would put him like <laughs> similar. At, at least, well, Balky only had did the one character. Right. Well, he was also in those uh, Beverly Hills Cop. He was in the. He's basically doing Balky in those movies. Yeah, America or Burst. Uh, okay, Kate, what else? Um, this story is probably the most important. Um, so we have Kim Kardashian, who is a huge platform and extreme influence, and she has taken on this cause of freeing people from incarceration. Yes. Um, and she freed that woman, Alice. Waters. <laughs> no? Um, no, look, I've done some really Linda, good Linda research. Lavin. Alice Marie Alice Johnson. Alice from the show Alice. <laughs> no, she was a 63-year-old great-grandmother who was serving life in Alabama for money laundering and drug conspiracy. Yeah. And since then, she's helped with the release of, I guess, like 17 more inmates 
who are facing lengthy prison sentences. So she recently it's posted a picture of herself. She said with an, an inmate who's named Kevin Cooper. She said in the, in the caption, she said, I had an emotional meeting with Kevin Cooper yesterday at St. Quentin's death row. I found him to be thoughtful and honest, and I believe he is innocent of the crimes for which he was convicted. Mm. Yes, you could say so, she was hanging with Mr. Cooper. Nice. Kevin Cooper um, <laughs> yeah. is on death row in San Quentin, indeed, yep. for killing four people yep. in a killing spree in Chino Hills, California, 83. Oh, I'd kill myself if he I had to go to Chino Hills. He killed an 11-year-old boy, a 10-year-old boy, Awful. and um, their parents. What? Yes. And um, the mother of the ele- one of the 11-year-old boys, I guess there were um, one boy was sleeping over at the other kid's house and both those boys were killed plus the parents of the, yep. of the little boy. And this, this mom is saying this is forcing her to re- relive the trauma of her son's death. Um, and she said, I pity her, talking about Kardashian, what she's doing to us. There's nothing to justify what she's doing us. There's causing us immense pain. Um, it seems like Kim might not have done her due diligence. Mm. Um, I assume with this, she's getting a lot of blowback about this people bring one. these to her. Yeah, I mean... Like the Innocence Project or something. As much as I, I bag on the president, the best thing he's done, in my mind, as a president, was some sort of prison reform. The sad part was he did it because Kim Kardashian brought it to his attention. Um Here's the thing. But even if this man, even if the, even if his conviction is murky, I don't know the details. He has he also raped two little girls, and he admitted to one of those rapes. Yeah. So at yeah. the very best, he's an admitted rapist of an 11 year old girl. Is there DNA? Um. So apparently, um, I just DNA? think she needs to focus on macro issues because I don't. Totally. I'm not a big fan of her vetting process, whatever it might be. Got to agree. Got to agree. But macro, um, you know, talk about prison reform, but she she's not qualified to revisit evidence. Um, yeah, I think they're going to do some initial DNA testing to settle this issue once and for all. It sounds like she's been campaigning Cal- California Governor Gavin Newsom about revisiting the case. So hopefully this will be put to, put to uh, bed one way or another. But um, the craziest part of this story, in case you didn't know, Kim Kardashian has bigger aspirations. She's currently enrolled in a four-year apprenticeship with San Francisco law firm with hopes of becoming an attorney like her father. She's announced plans. She's going to take California bar in 2022. I didn't realize you could become a lawyer without going to law school. Interesting. I think she, I think that she, you do have to take the bar. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I mean, you have to study. She's got, she's got two people that she studies with. Right. During the week, she's, like as so if she's, she's going to doing school. an internship in lieu of going. She's to law also school. studying. You can't just yeah. go and work. She's going and the bar with, because you wouldn't know. You wouldn't pass the bar from no, just like she's going with the 18th century yeah. apprentice strategy. Right, how they used to do it back in the day when you were a lawyer and a barber and a um, <laughs> surgeon. But it is a little worrying with someone who has that much influence is taking up the cause of someone who may in fact be guilty of the crimes that yeah. he is murdered a sleepover for. party. So we'll see. Yeah, I would wait to see. I, I, I'm, I'm more interested in who Barry Sheck thinks should be let out of prison. <laughs> I'm more interested to see <laughs> what she thinks about her mom getting hospitalized after fucking the juice. Right. Yes. OJ, OJ's big ass dick put her mom in the hospital at some point. I would like a comment on that. 
Uh, okay, Kate McManus, anything else? Um, no, I think I'm going to leave it there. I don't want to inundate people. There's a lot going on, but I think we hit the key stories, the high notes. No, this is not, you're not going to play me out with this song. You can save this for when I'm not. Okay, bye. David <laughs> you are a treasure. Thank you for bringing this beautiful story. To the you're welcome. Uh, a daily fantastic. Always. Great job, all of us. We sounded really good, uh, good looking this week. Yeah, we're good. Hey, four for Ed Daily. My name is Brian Beckner. This has been episode two hundred seventy-one of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. I'm the anti scoop it up. I'm the hashtag put it back. Brian Beckner, quick to dissect the week in sports and culture and whatever. Plus, you know there's Kate with a C, but she's known as Fancy Pop to you and me. Talking loud, covers, conundrums, my brothers. Reviewing some movies and shows and the others. Top podcast, man, no one is above us. Five star, even the haters will love us. And we're not trying to talk politics a lot. We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot. Shit's so hot, man, you know the shit's on top. Top podcast, man, it really hits the spot. Listen up, you players and shot callers, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is so flawless, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. Listen up, you players and shot callers, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is for all us, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller.